Now I'm continuing the part two of prosperity and the link. Prosperity and the link. Oh yes. Say wow. First Kings chapter two verse three. First Kings chapter two verse three. And keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his status and his commandment and his journey and his judgment and his testimonies. As it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou art doest, and whither thou turnest thyself. That thou mayest prosper in all that you what? Doeth. And whither you turn. Now the people that God was speaking to, majorly they, are, they do three things. They were warriors, farmers, and herders. That, those were the three major things they do as at this time. The three major business that they were, most of them would go and fight battle. They were in the army. They were farmers and they were running animals. Now look at these three things. God said to them, for you to prosper as a farmer, for instance, major business they were doing, you may look at it, but it's not, it's not God that is putting the seed in the ground and causing the tree to grow and causing the fruit to come. But God said, if you will keep my commandment, the outcome of your farming business will be greater. Then the other one, which is the other. You know, for the other now, the man who, plant, who, who practice animal husbandry, the animal has to mate. Then when they mate, they have to give birth. And God is saying that if you keep my commandment, even this husbandry business, this your chicken business, this cow business that requires a cock to chase a hen and the hen will lay the egg. That even the number of the eggs that your hen will lay and the way the hen will sit on it for 21 days and hatch it. He said, my hand is also there. My hand will be there. He said, whatever you do. So you see, this was why I said prosperity in the kingdom is like um, HIV AIDS. Because every other disease, a lot of the other diseases, for instance, if you, if you eat your head on the wall and your head swells up, when somebody asks you, why is your head swollen? You can say, oh, it's because I eat my head on the wall. Today, uh, Toluan was walking um, in a certain sense, but I said, oh, what happened to your leg? You could tell me instantly that there's a direct correlation between when he fell or whatever he did and the leg pinning him. But you see, HIV AIDS, one of the reasons why it is a fearful disease is that the symptoms vary per individual. So sometimes in a particular person, the person will just continually have diarrhea. Diarrhea continuously. Now, you may not know what are sleeping with someone got to do with diarrhea. Normally because there could be other things that can cause diarrhea. But now, sleeping with someone or getting this disease may not necessarily, even the person might have even forgotten that that was what caused it. Because you see, AIDS, on the other hand, what happens with that disease is that it takes time for the symptoms to manifest. It, it might even take two years, three years, four years. 
depending on the state of the body of the person, the day the virus enters, it's not the day the, the symptoms start showing. It, sometimes it takes five years. Now, the person may not be able to know that, ah, the person I fornicated with or I slept with five years ago is now the reason why I am having this diarrhea or weight loss because there might have been other things it might have done after that incident. So oftentimes, people are not able to trace how they did enter. Could it be when I went to go and bath my hair? Could it be this? Could it be that? Could it be that one? The same thing, eh? When God begins to prosper a man, it's sometimes very hard for you to determine the link between what is happening right now and prosperity or what you have done in the past or you are doing and prosperity. So you must pay attention to the fundamentals of things that causes prosperity. And I said to you the other day, last week, Tuesday, number one is your relationship with God. See, you may not know how giving your life to Christ can put money to your, in your pocket. You may not know how saying, Lord Jesus, please come into my life and be my Lord and my personal Savior. You may not know how going to church is actually helping you. But after some time, as you begin to follow the Lord, you will just see that certain things are getting better in your life. You cannot even tell that this is the exact thing I'm doing for God that is making it get better. So never ever joke with your relationship with God. I'm telling you mysteriously. David said, he brought me out of the merry clay and set my feet on a rock to stay. Hallelujah. Amen. The second thing I said is the word of God. The word of God. The second link is the word of God. Read your Bible, pray every day. Pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day if you want to grow. Hey, hey, all is well. Oh, oh say all is well. All is well. How can having your quiet time make you prosper? But the Bible says in Joshua 1 8. This book of the law should not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good sources. It's not the Bible you are using to go and walk to attend to customers. It's not the Bible that is opening the door of your office for you. But the Bible says that if you meditate on the word of God, it will affect what the statement of your accounts it will affect what you have in your pockets. Psalm 1 verse 3. It shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. It shall bring forth its fruit in the season. And whatsoever it doeth shall prosper. But what is it that is making it prosper? He said, his delight is in the what? The law of the Lord. And in this law doth he meditate day and night. Then it shall, it shall be like a tree. Most of us have trivialized the effect of the word of God. So most Christians today don't, you see, they would rather go for a deliverance service than go for a Bible study. 
I like the way our, our, our care group is being run now. We are running a salmon-based care group system. Where you have to be there, take the message. You two will listen to it, break it down, apply, teach the people how to apply it. You may not know. It doesn't look so powerful. That, uh, uh, for God so loved the world. How, what does it mean for God to love the world? That he gave it only because he saw it. Then God said that if you begin to think about such things every time, day and night, two capsules, two times a day, so one way or the other, it will affect the outcome of your finances. Unless we say that God is a liar. No, unless anybody, any one of you want to tell me that God is a liar. But I say to you that God is not a liar. Hallelujah. Now, let's go to the other links for tonight. Tonight, I'm talking about the link, prosperity, and the link of faithfulness. 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 <laughs> faithfulness. Wow. Faithfulness. How can being a faithful person make you rich? Well, let's lay the foundation from the word of God. If I ask you, what is one thing that made God different from a man? One major thing that makes God different from a man. Some say, does God have um, yes? So God has and can God give birth? Does God, will, 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 does God have a breast? Does God have this? No. All those things is not what made God spectacular. Or what makes God different from you and I. The Bible actually mentioned one major thing that sets God apart from us as human beings. One major thing. And you see, as a human being, when you know one thing that separates you from God, then it is better to then know that that thing, the devil will perpetually want it to be in your life so that you will never be close to God. Do you want to know one, that one thing? Yes, I said, do you want to know that one thing? Yes, okay, now that you have asked, open to Numbers chapter 23. Numbers chapter 23, and we will go to verse 19. You know, I'm happy that we are recording this season. Because one day, all of us will look at ourselves in all these videos and will not recognize ourselves for good. Amen. Mark it. You know, we are an international church. In the seven continents of the world, we shall be there. Oh, yeah, we shall be there. <laughs> he said, we don't look like it. No, don't worry. When we get to the seventh continent, some of you will be there and say, oh, pastors used to say this. We will be there. Yes, we will be there. We will not always be in this place. Yeah, and we will not always be in Orilag. Orilag will not always be our headquarters. <laughs> you think it will always be forever? No, 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 no. You know, today, the Lord impressed it on my heart. This land will not always be your headquarter. But if you do what I'm telling you to do, and do it well, you will be surprised. I don't know where it's going to be. But the day will come, our headquarter will move from this land. Yeah, it, this land will be our branch. <laughs> is somebody with me? <laughs> oh, all is well. All is well. All is well. Oh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do all is well? All is well, all is well, all is well. 
Okay, so Numbers 23 verse 19 says, God is not a man because he doesn't have legs. Is that what it says? God is not a man because he doesn't have nose. God is not a man because he doesn't have breasts. God is not a man because he doesn't have eyes. He doesn't give birth. Oh, are you sure? But what does the Bible say? That he should lie. Neither is he the son of man. That he should what? Repent. And he said it. And shall he not do it? Or at he spoken? And shall he not make it good? Wow. Is it not amazing? Oh, I said, is it not amazing? Say, it's amazing. He said, look at it. It's not a man that he should lie. That means most human beings human being are known to be liars. <laughs> Look at it. It's not a man that he should lie. That means most human beings are liars. Let me give me NLT. And God is not a man that he should is not a man, so he does not lie. He's not human, so he does not change his mind. So it means also most human beings change their mind. They change their mind. They say they will do something. They will not do it. They, 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 they say they will be there for you. They will not be there for you. They say, I love you. Then when the weather changes, they say, I will not love you again. I will care for you. Then when they don't feel like it, then they change their mind. I change my mind. I'm not going to care for you again. Oh, I want to sing on, on wedding day. Say, do you love this woman? Say, I love her. Will you take care of this woman? I will take care of her. Will you be there for her? I will be there for her. Will you be there for him? I will be there for him. Then one day after two years, you wake up and say, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I won't love her anymore. We don't love anymore. We don't hug anymore. Uh, we, don't, we don't touch anymore. I don't know why they have to put the children here so I can. They, I think they put the children here so that I will not be able to save my mind. <laughs> so I think from next week, you people should move. Move. Move them so I can, so I can say, we don't peck anymore. <laughs> oh, you, you don't have to talk about kiss anymore. I can say it. We don't kiss anymore. What was that? You think I'm afraid? I will say it. <laughs> I fear no man. <laughs> All is well. All is well. <laughs> so, go back NLT. He said, he does not change his mind. Then he said, as he spoken and failed to act. So, in other words, human being, they will say, I will be there. Then you come, they will not be there. As he spoken and failed to act. Have you been there that somebody will make promises to you before? Say, don't worry. Oh, you see, before some of us became very experienced, when Pastor Joe was getting married, I borrowed him an experience. Pastor Joe does not want to use our church. He was looking for the biggest hall in town. 
I said, dear pastor, why? He said, my friends are coming from Ireland. This man is coming. This man is coming. This one has promised. This one has promised. I said, brother, please come. Can you please come closer? I said, life is not the way it is, my friend. It's not the way it is, my friend. All these people that said they will come, they will come. <laughs> On your wedding day, what if they don't come? Because from my experience, <laughs> women didn't change their mind. I said they changed their mind. Just about the thing. They said, oh, I forgot it. I will not be there. So he took advice from me. He decided to have the wedding in church and not go and rent other place. So after the wedding day, he has gone for honeymoon and came and said, Charlie, how far? I thought you said some people are coming from Germany, from Ireland. He said, Pastor, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> say, hey, human beings change their mind. Are you with me? Then the last one, look at the last one. As he ever promised and not carry it through, promise and fail. Promise and fail. Has he ever promised? I promise I will always be there for you. I promise I will swim across the ocean with a cube of sugar. And it will not melt. But yet, arm robbers came to their house. They looked for the man. Ah! After they left. Do you know where the man was hiding? The man that said, I promised to swim across the ocean. To deliver a, a cube of sugar. I will swim across the shark infested water. I will fight the blue whales and the white whales. I will, I, I will blow the shark and risk my life just to say hi, baby, with a cube of sugar. And yet now, robbers came to their house. Raptor took the man away. Where is the husband? Do you know where they found him? Inside the deep freezer. <laughs> he said he was, only, he was only relaxing to get power. He need the ice. Hey! Are you there? Human beings. I said human beings. I said human beings. Hey! What a shock. I tell you. Human beings. I tell you. But God is not like that. I said God is not like that. Is a God that keeps to his promises. Is a God that keeps to his promises. Amen. Amen. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 or 13. 2 Timothy 2, 13. If we believe not, yet he abided faithful, he cannot deny himself. So another name for God is those of us who've been joining rise to glory. When we say tomorrow. Okay, how are you praising God? Let him be faithful, faithful, faithful. Does not lie, faithful. Does not change his promises. I like that session during Rise to Glory. It's one of my favorite sessions. Where we have to type the, the, the attributes of God that we celebrate. I, I always like it. 
Hallelujah. God keeps to his promises. Tell your neighbor, God keeps to his promises. Now, Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9. Now you realize from what the Bible is saying that God is a covenant-keeping God. So, he values every man that has all these attributes that he has. Someone that does not lie. Someone that keeps to his promises. Someone that does not change his mind. Someone that is always there. Another word for such a person is a faithful person. You see, the moment you are not, you, are, you have that attributes, you may not understand how does this have to do with prosperity. Because you see, these are the attributes of God. Covenant keeping. Say, so it's not the man that he should lie. He doesn't change his mind. He doesn't change his mind. You know, recently, I had a meeting with an elderly man in our church here. Something happened. So, he had to see me. And he said to me, he said, Pastor, I'm in support of whatever you decide in this matter. And he faced the wife and said, I've always said it. If I leave Lagos today and go to my village, one of the first things I will do is I will open, even if I have one room, I will open Royal Grace Chapel branch in my village. It must be in my village. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. He told me himself. He said, no, you are my daddy. You are my reverend. You are my reverend. Whatever it is, even if my daughter has done anything, say, let us face them. Say, this is my church for life. Wow. I said, when I leave, when I leave, even if I have one room, I, you see, the word got to me because it's, it's a covenant word. It's a covenant word. It's a, it's a word of a man who said, I no matter even if the weather changes, this is my church for life. Wow. God loves people and relates to people who are faithful. The reason why most people are poor, most children of God are poor, is because of these attributes. They are not faithful to God. They are not faithful in their work with God. They are not faithful in their relationship with God. Why do you think that if we human beings, we don't even joke with infidelity? One of the things that have made people kill themselves more in this world, two people, is infidelity. Husband kill wife, wife kill husband. It's like no matter what you do, I, don't, I cannot tolerate unfaithfulness. Ah! Fight to be a faithful person with God. See, your relationship with God, the primary thing that matters most to him, it's not a man that he should lie. Neither is it the son of man that he will change his mind. If as he spoken, as he made a promise, will he not keep it to pass? You know the word? Fight that every time you say, I will serve you, Lord. I will, I, you see, we say so many rubbish. I say rubbish. Do you know what makes it rubbish? It's not because the words are not nice, but because we don't even, we, we don't mean what we say to him. We say high sounding jargons. 
I will, I will serve you for, till the ends of the earth. Till the ends of the earth. For you, oh, there's a song like that. Jesus, I believe, I believe in you. you do you know the song? Please sing it for me, sister. Sing it for me, sister. Jesus, I do what? Okay, good. To the ends of the earth. Watch To the ends of the earth. For you, Lord, are the Son of God, mm -hmm. and all the world will, will see, see that you, you are God. Uh -huh. you, you are God. Well, see the song, and we will be there. When you see some people saying, uh, we make, I, I, I will live for you forever. You, when, 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 when was that that you going to Agege Market? But you've sung that song before. This, it, she, she has not gone to Agege Market for the Son of God. And she said she will go to the ends of the earth. Wow. <laughs> oh, sister. Have you gone to Ikeja Boston for Jesus? Woo. And she said she will go to where? The ends of the earth. See, we have changed our mind. Say, Lord. Uh, now, see, there are times that when we want to sing some song, we should think, truly, do I really mean it? Do I really mean it? God relates to you based on covenant. Covenant is agreement, promises, faithfulness. Deuteronomy 7 verse 9. Know therefore that the Lord thy God is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his covenant to a thousand generations. You see. Look at it. Verse 10. Look at how, he, how what God is saying here. And repay them that ate him to their face. <laughs> to destroy them. It will not be slack to him that ate him. It will repay him to his face. Thou shalt therefore keep the commandments and the status and the judgment which I commanded this day. Verse 12, wherefore it shall come to pass if you will hearken to the judgment and keep and do them that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and mercy which is swear unto thy fathers. Verse 13, and he will love you <laughs> and bless you and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your land. The corn and the wine and the oil, the increase of your kind, that those are your farms, and your flocks and of your sheep, in the land which is sweat unto thy father shall give thee. Verse 14, thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be a male or female barren among you or among your cattle. Hey, even your business cannot be barren. Verse 15, and the Lord will take away from thee all sickness. All sickness. And will put none of the evil disease of the Egypt, which thou knowest upon you, but will lay upon them, upon all them that ate thee. He said he will lay it upon them. All. Look at it. Now, do you realize that he didn't say fasting here? All he's talking about is that just be faithful to me and see how I will decorate your life with blessing. Say, just be faithful in your work with me 
and see how I will. Even your business, your it, it's a, faithfulness to God will cause every aspect of your life to be blessed. Not one will be left out. Not one will be left out. Say, the only thing I want from you is be faithful to do what I'm asking you to do. Be faithful to love me. When you say you will love me, keep to your promise, love me. When you say you will serve me, even if you have a job in, mobile, in the oil company, still serve me. Don't let any job take you away from me. But you see, what, what happens? For some of us, one small job will just, you have, you know, because of my job, I, 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 that is why I, I can say, Pastor, you know, I'm very pissy, I'm very pissy. Ah! Because of, and you said, but you said you will serve God. Now, a man and a salary can take you away from God. That's how cheap you are. That's how cheap you are. Even some of us, tiredness can make you not serve God. Some of us, only rain. Rain. How many of you have entered the rain to come to church this year? Let me see your hand. Few of us. You entered the rain. Some of us have not entered the rain. But does that mean that it has no rain on a Sunday? It has rain on a Sunday. I will join online. <laughs> what a shock. Are you still there? So fight to be faithful. Look at Jesus again. Matthew 25. Another example in the New Testament. Matthew 25, verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is, is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. You see, number one reason why we are not faithful is that we think it's our life. Is your life. Is your time. Is your money. Is your, they are your children. We take ownership of what belongs to God and, and refuse to acknowledge that it belongs to him. Say, he gave them his goods. Everything we are enjoying today is from God. Always remember it. It's from God. Like I share with you on Monday, people don't even know the value of water. When was the last time you thanked God for water? Lord, thank you for this water. But you rather bless Jollof rice, you will not bless water. lift up water and say, Lord, thank you for this water because, you see, water is nothing to us. But jollof rice with chicken. Bless this food, oh Lord, for God's sake. Until the day you are sick. Then they give you the jollof rice. Jollof rice, can, you can't eat it. Then the only thing that can save you, they will say, a drip. The same water you will not thank God for. That you have looked down upon. It's not the thing that the doctor will say in your dying time. Give him drip, give him drip. Every food will then come to drip to your body. But when you add the water free of charge, you never valued it. You rather value the jollof rice than, than the water. You rather pray on your jollof rice because you see water is nothing to you. It's so cheap. It's so cheap. You value the salad and the costume and the ice cream. But water... Water. You, if you have only water, you say God is making you to suffer. Is that what you call it? That even drinking water alone is like you are suffering. Because, and you say you are suffering because you can drink water. Then God will then teach some people's sense and say, okay, let me, let's, I want you to know what true suffering is. Here is the food, but let me take away the appetites. You are not able to eat, then you realize that water is actually a blessing. 
that you can even drink water is a sign of prosperity. But you don't see it as prosperity until somebody then package it and say you have to pay for it. Pay for it. Pay for it. They put it inside plastic, you pay for it. They put it inside, start calling drip, you pay for it. But you will never be grateful. You say you are poor and you can drink water. Then you see the food will be there. The man can't eat the food anymore. Then you will see the, the drip will be coming. Tom, 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 Tom. And it's there. Begging for life. Tom. You see, a lot of people actually know the meaning of life when they are sick. They value life more when they are sick. A lot of healthy people take life for granted. That's why sometimes sickness is good. Because it helps you realize the futility of life. Reminds you on time what matters most. When you are sick, you will know what really matters most. But may you not be sick before you become grateful. So look at the master here, verse 15. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to, a, to every man according to his several ability, and straight away took his journey. Now, there is this part we normally miss in this story, and it's verse 19. Give me verse 19. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reconnect with them. After a long time. So when we read this story of the five talents, two talents, and one talent, you see, we thought that it was just something that happened one week. It's perhaps after a long time. So you must be a faithful person for a long period of time. Not faithfulness for one week. Be faithful for a long period of time. Yes. Fight to be faithful after a long time. Most things will not work until you learn to do it con consistently for a long period of time. I was watching on Twitter the other day. All right. I'm still fasting my internet. You know, I told you I'm, I'm, not, I'm not touching internet for after 21. I've not read any news on this earth for since I have not opened any of my news apps since the, what, the, this is week two of my 21 days of fasting my news and my social media life. Yes, you must be able to live without it sometimes. It's not been easy, but I said, no, no more. I'm drawing nearer to God. I'm drawing nearer to God. I'm drawing nearer to God. Drawing nearer to God. That's the most important thing right now. And it is, it is working. It's working. So Sabino said, somebody was asking about the story, this, that comedian. He said, people think I came overnight. He said, they should go and check my Twitter handle. I think even just during COVID-19 or something like that. He said, when he posts, only one person normally likes his post. And that was, I think, his auntie or his cousin. So that one would then post. And what was it? Sabino, you never sleep. <laughs> but he said, I, he, he continued with that journey. When nobody believed he can laugh, they can laugh. We can, he con one person for a long time. He said, when I was having Kingdom Advancement Partners meeting on Sunday, on Saturday, I said to the people that when I stand here, it's not about how many people attend my meeting. Even if it's only one person that comes for my kingdom and family partner, you are still a partner. Because one day, there will be more than 1,000. But you must learn that, hey, it is not about the person. It's about you and God.com. It's not about human being. Some of you say, hey, people did not come for my reaction. Hey, but you, you are there. Are you not a person? Do the prayer. Lead the thing. And say, Jesus, you are here. Holy Ghost, you are here. You see, you must learn to know it's not about them, but about him. 
the only plural in the world is God. Yes. The only singular that is a plural. Elohim. Elohim is plural. The only person that is a plural is God. The only one that is plural is God. That's Elohim. So when God is there with you, the whole world is there because the whole world is in God. But when you don't have the eyes for God, when people are not there, you'll be discouraged. How can people, why should people discourage you? When almighty God is saying, go on. If you have this understanding, when you have a meeting, say, even though God is there, the whole world is here. And when you are preaching, you are preaching as though you are speaking to the whole world. Yes. You can enter the bush and speak to the forest. And preach the best sermon of your life. And people say, are you mad? No, you are not mad. You are, you are mad according to the word standard because the word standard does not believe that God is plural, not singular. One with God is a majority. Yes. One with God is a majority. So even if God is the one applauding you, the whole world is applauding you. You see, those who always have their eyes on God are the one that God gives the world stage. Because they understand that God is everything. So they don't joke with their relationship with God. They focus on it. You want to armor. Let God be your focal point. Please him. Be faithful to him. One day the old world will come to your doorstep. Yes. Always ask God. He said, nobody seeing. He said, hey, that see what you are doing in secret. We reward you openly. Success in the kingdom of God begins in your secret place. When nobody is applauding you, nobody is there, nobody is seeing what you are doing, but you are doing it as unto God. Yeah. Unto God. See, if you have this understanding, eh, you will do your best in everything you are doing, even when nobody is there. Because you say, ah, ask for God. God is here. He's the rewarder. He's everything. Every, if God is here, everybody is here. So you stand say, praise God. Hallelujah. Can we stand on our feet? Hallelujah. Hosanna. Nobody is there. But you see, this man has an understanding. God is here. The angels are here. When God is here, if the president is here, the whole of Nigeria is there. Yes. We don't need the whole of Nigeria to sign. The president's signature represents over 200 million people. It signs for every one of us. So you'll be there. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. And, and somebody, Father, now let us pray. Today we are praying. You are calling the prayer point and you are the one praying. You are praying. Then prayer point number two. Say, Father, Father, I thank you. I thank you for this day, for this day. Go ahead and pray that you are the one. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now let's take the second prayer. Say with me, my Father, my God. My Father, my God. I thank you. I thank you that you are hearing me today. That you are hearing me today. Let us fire rise our prayer. Fire rise our prayer. And somebody bless it. <laughs> that is a man that is God conscious he's not waiting for the chest to be filled up before he gives his best he's constantly giving his best because he knows that only God deserves the best only God only God oh is somebody there so after a long time after a long time then he came back and said he came back say, and so he that had received, verse 20, he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside this five talents more. After a long time, all he could gain was just five talents more. It's not easy to grow. His Lord said unto him, well done, thou good and faithful servants. 
After these years, only five. Say, that good, he still call him good and faithful servant. Faithfulness makes you look good before God. Faithfulness makes you look good before God. And see what unfaithfulness does. Look at what unfaithfulness does. Verse 26. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servants. Unfaithfulness makes you wicked before God. You are regarded as a wicked person when you are unfaithful. An unfaithful person is a wicked person. That's why you must fight to be faithful. Be faithful to your husband. Be faithful to your wife. Be faithful to your work. Be everything. Let, you see, let faithfulness always be attached to your name. Because when God calls a man wicked, how can he be well with you? No, when God himself is the one calling you wicked, how can he be well with you? And you know, that boss has not paid me for five months. For five months. He has traveled into USA with his children. So I have decided that I went. One guy recently, they caught him. They were into this um, crypto, whatever. He's online. You saw the news? Yeah. His boss was going to have cancer, liver surgery. Thank you. Liver surgery. Liver surgery. And he was there. As, um, as a, he was the direct assistant to the man. So when he heard that the man was going to have liver surgery, the man gave him the code, the back-end code of their whole organization because they deal into cryptocurrency. And the man gave it to him. Then the man went in, traveled out for this liver surgery. Thank God you, you heard it. Go and find out. Just go for it. And the guy took all the, virtually all the money bought lands in on the island became a foolish big boy overnight but even the wife too began to post cars began to post this their prayer was that that man they thought the man would die because to don't liver can transplant or liver was surgery or whatever transplant of liver it's not a, a kidney one is better but liver is not a small one it's online and when I saw, when the UFCC arrested him, you see, they post, even he was being guarded by, he, he, he had even got a, 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 an employee who had two escorts. If you see the gun that the mobile police were, you two mobile, did you see the, the picture with those two mobile police guarding a thief? Mobile police were guarding this thief. He, be, he had mansions all around Nigeria. Almost over hundred million dollars or over, over a yeah, it's also serious money. We, he run it down. And finally the man came. And um, he told the man and said, Akas have hacked the server. And the man said, the man said, no. You see, their site is, this, the system is designed that even if they successfully hack, there is a trace that it's like when somebody forcefully opens your door. You know, there is some mark that needs to be there. Say, but the marks are not there. That was the only thing he didn't know that the man knew. That there are some things that need to be there if they hack it. He said, it's hack proof. But should they ever hack it? It's like breaking a safe or something. There must be some damage. Then they began to invent. Of course, he could not hide it because the lifestyle had changed. All his plan was that the man would not survive 
that. Even if that one can pay the doctor to kill the man, don't you think he will have paid? That is why unfaithfulness makes people wicked. That's why the Bible says unfaith. Because you see, to even keep his track record clean, if you knew the doctors were performing that operation, what do you think you would have done? Yeah. The moment you um, embrace unfaithfulness in your life, you are capable of a lot of evil that you yourself may not be able to imagine. Another pastor in Nigeria recently impregnated a woman. Then he told the woman to come or something. Then whilst he was trying to kill the woman within the premises of their church there, then somebody else saw him. So he killed this one and went after the person that saw him and also killed that one. But not knowing that that one, somebody just said, oh, go and check. So it was the other person he even killed that actually exposed. We, and he did it within the premises of a church. Oh, yes. But you see one thing. It all started with just having an affair. It just started with just, hey, hi, baby. Can we just meet here? Oosh, ash, oosh, ash, ash, oosh, oosh. It just started with all those oosh, ash, ash, ash. But now he has turned from oosh, ash, to what to be a killer. A killer. A serial killer. Of faith. That is why Jesus said, you are a wicked person. Of it opens your heart more to wickedness. Hey! Are you still here? Say with me, I refuse to be unfaithful. Oh, yes. I refuse. Another one. I can tell you stories. This one, I think it happened in Podakor also. He had, he, had, he, had, he had also impregnated the lady. Then the lady said, I will expose, I will expose. So he said, finally, okay, come. Then the lady and the friend came. He said, okay, you, stay on the bike here. The friend too. They said, okay, wait. We want to go and discuss inside this place. So, took the, took the, killed the woman. He's, go and check for all these news. Is there. Killed the woman with two children and buried them. Went for the friend too. Killed that one. Buried. Oh, yes. You will not believe it. Four. Yes. It's on the news. How did he get to that? By just <coughs> being unfaithful in one area. Opened him up. His spirit up in other areas for the devil to just take over. Yes. Look at the danger of unfaithfulness. No, let's read like one, one more scripture before we move on. Proverbs 28, verse 20. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Proverbs 28, 20. But he that maketh is to be rich shall not be innocent. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. But he that maketh haste to be, I want to have this money. I want to, I say, he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. Look at that Unilag student. The one that, um, the man died in Banana Island. You see, she went to school. She, wa she was just wanted to be rich. She was the one that booked, I, the, the room booked everything, you know, moving with sugar, that is the eating blessing. But where is she today? Kiri, kiri. A student who was sent to school, who could have been drinking the gary, kiri, kiri. But you see, that's why I, mean, I always advise. And I thank God that people are wise now. I said, you see, if you realize that your parents cannot send you to school, your parents are giving you an excuse to pay your school fees. If you are a wise person, never go for full time. I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. Because the temptation that follows 
such. When they went to go and show the girls' family's house, one place inside Alago made your whatever, one old obsess like that. But this, their daughter was rather in Banana Island. Do you know Banana Island? To, to get that banana is not a small thing, no. It's not, a, it's, it's not a gay, gay uh, 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 island, or it's, it, and it's not coconut island. It's called banana. Banana. Not all islands are called banana island. The one I took my children to one time that nobody is called was called Snake Island. That one, even that one there, you realize that one. We almost we were it, to be on water to even get to Snake Island. It was just, I just said let's go for an adventure. We were eventually the only two, we were two families on that entire island. Snake Island. But this one is banana. Shh. That means you can put some granuts. <laughs> hey! An island. It's not easy to find banana on an island. To really tell you that this, normally what you should find on an island is coconut. But this island, you are finding what there? Banana. That's why to tell you that is a luxurious place, very special. Normal island, you see coconut, you see palm tree, you, but this one you are seeing banana. Ah, do you know what it means for banana to go on an island? But the appearance, the appearance was like Allah Gomeji. Inside one place. That's why the parent became ashamed. Wow. I said, may you be faithful. May you be faithful. Yeah, that's why I encourage people to go for part-time. If you, if, if you have a fantastic parent, why not? Go. Go and stay there. Sit down. Be happy. But when you realize that I made the call the first time, made the call the second time, Charlie, see, I'm changing my life. Because you see, it is a faithful man shall abound with blessings. Oh, are you still here? You have gone home. The, the way all of you are looking at me is like you are angry with me. Wow. The danger of unfaithfulness. Let me tell you one of the dangers of unfaithfulness. This one, you, may, you see, I'm talking about the link. You may not link it, but I want you to see. Luke 11 verse 2. When you pray, say, our Father. Luke 11 verse 2. When you pray, say, our Father, which art in heaven. Watch it. Our who? Our who? Hold that in mind. Our, when you pray, say who? Watch. Which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, verse 3. Our Father then will do what? Give us this day. Who gives us this day? Normal Father. Do they provide for their children every day? Now, it means that fatherhood is connected to provision, right? Father provide for their family. They protect their family. They check out for the welfare of their family. A good father should do that. So God, the, the Jesus is saying, it is the responsibility of God to provide for you on a daily basis. But watch, what can stop this provision? Watch, John eight forty four. John eight forty four. Ye are of your John eight forty four. Then he said unto them, eight forty four, eight four four. Ye are of your father, the devil. For when he speaketh uh, of your father, he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. But there is no truth in him. When he speaketh, remember that God is not a man that he should lie. Yes, 
when he speaketh, he speaketh a lie. But Jesus said, verse 49, verse 49, Jesus answered and said, I am not a devil. As for me, I honor my father and you dishonor me. What does that mean? It means unfaithfulness cuts you off from the provision of God. Because you see, the moment you be you are unfaithful, then the title of God is no longer your father. The devil now, Jesus said, you are your father who? The devil. So when you pray, number one, he will not hear your prayer. Number two, he will not give you your daily bread. Why is he not giving you daily bread anymore? Because he's no longer your father. He's not responsible for you anymore. Why is he not responsible for you anymore? Because you are an unfaithful person. So unfaithfulness automatically takes you away from the covering of God and places you under that of the devil. It cuts you off from God. It cuts a man off from God. It's a dangerous thing to be unfaithful. Never trivialize it. If anybody ever uses that word that you are an unfaithful person, pray about it. Repent. Do everything to say that you will be found faithful. Yes. Be found faithful. Now that we've laid the ground, final point for today. Children of God, in order to then see true prosperity, there are covenant practices you must be faithful to. You must ex- there are covenant practices he has set. That you must fight to always be faithful to those covenant practices. Because they are God's standard any day, any time. They are the basic standard of God. And one of those covenant practices I will begin to examine one after the other is the covenant of tithing. Tithing. Tithing is a covenant practice. You must be faithful in tithing. Do you realize that? If there is anything we do in the church most that the world constantly want to fight is what? They don't fight us when we fast. Nobody has ever said we are fasting too much or we are praying too much or when we give offering. But whenever they hear the word tithing, there is a devil that fights it. And watch out for anything the devil is fighting. Watch out for anything the world does not celebrate. Because you see, when the world don't celebrate something, it's because that thing is not in agreement with the devil. Any Bible says that watch out when they are clapping for you. Say, so watch out when they are clapping for you. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. In other words, enmity with the world is friendship with God. It's always opposite. Any value that the world claps for, watch out for that value. But whatever the world is kicking against, there is the devil because the Bible calls him the God of this world. Is the devil that is kicking against it. Tithing. Tithing. What is tithing? Go to Genesis 28 verse 20. Look at what Titan does. We are running on. It's the last set of scripture. Genesis 28 verse 20. And Jacob vowed a vow saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go. And I will and will give me bread to eat. Do you see provision now? He's tying provision to God. Tying so he's talking about prosperity. If God will give me provision, if God will give me provision, so he's not just talking, he's, he's putting a condition there. If God will give me provision, he will keep me, he will protect me. Watch every prayer that um, Jacob is praying for here. He talks about protection. If God will be with me, 
the presence of God, and it will keep me in the way I go, protection, and I will, it will give me bread to eat, the raiment to wear, so that I come back again to my father's house in peace. Then shall the Lord be my God. Then verse 22. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be a house. Do you see the house there? So he first mentioned the house. Then he now said, And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give thee tents unto thee. So he said, he first talked about building a house. This was not an instruction from God. It was not God. It was like, if God will, will bless me, will keep me, will provide for me, I will build a house. Then I will bring a tent into that house of God. This was before Malachi was written. It was not even God that commanded him. It was a revelation he had after he saw heaven open. Tithing is a divine revelation. In fact, the first Titus did not receive it as a commandment, but the revelation from their heart. Do you realize that God did not tell Abel to do what he did? Abel separated the tents unto him. He did not tell Abraham. Abraham separated the tents. He did not even speak to Jacob. Jacob separated the tents. How much more the generation are then here? That thou shalt bring the tithe into my house. <laughs> that there may be meat in my house. Do you understand that? And they are still trying to give an excuse for it. Look at Abel. Look at, look at Jacob. Look at Abraham. They never hear God say, bring your tithe into my house. But they said, no. Abraham took it straight to Melchizedek. And Abel built a altar and offered the, 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 the ram unto God. Then Jacob said, no, even though there's no house, I will build the house and I will bring it there. Then God then said, no, it now tell another generation, bring you all tithes. And you say, no. <laughs> ah, you can't be excused. Tithe actually, the number 10 in the Bible is the word, is the number that symbolizes that which is enough. It means that which is enough. That's why you see that Abraham brought the tithe. Um, um, Jacob called it tent. Then you add the word tenth commandment. It's like this is enough. That which is enough. That which is enough. That which is enough. That's what it means. When you give the tithe, you are saying, I've given that which is enough. And you can even give more than the tithe. But anything less than that is not enough. Anything less than a tithe is not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. Be faithful in your tithing. Be faithful in your tithing. I believe the Lord was speaking to me about this on Sunday. You know, they just did some clearing in our treasury room. And they brought some old tithe. You know, we used to have, and I, I told them today, we, we should go back to old tithe cards. When we can hold our tight cards and pray with it. Yeah. I saw a woman's tight. I don't know who, 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 who I, of course, I won't say a woman or a man, but I saw somebody's tight card. The person must have been in church since 2012. And the person, eh? 2011. Yes. And the person weekly. I don't know whatever the person was selling, but the person will bring it 300, 500, 200, weekly, weekly. So I said, I want to know who this person is. Who is this likely person in church? Who is this person? 2011 card. 
Then I identified the person. I said, wow. And I said to myself, look at what the Lord has done. Look at what the Lord has done. Because I could see other people who, who looked down on that practice. That they are at the same level as at 20 that time, but today they are not. Faithfulness. 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 One of the significance of tithing is that you are giving that which will make you rich towards God. When all is said and done, we will not always be here forever. The house you have built, you will not go with it. The car you have bought, you will not go with it. Even your children, you will not go with it. But why do you want to live your life only investing in things that does not have eternal value? You may not even know the person who will use your car when you are gone. Who or who will use your house. You cannot even control who will wear your shoe or how they will share the land. But he said, bring you all tight into my house. But the church will always be there. Even if they share your inheritance anyhow, the things you have done for the house of God, they can't touch that one. That one begins to speak for you for life. That is why the devil wants to cut you off from that thing that has eternal value. So by the time you are old and you have done all, all you have built is a big house. You have bought plane. You have bought this. You have bought that. But you have contributed nothing into his house and for the furtherance of his house. So when you get into heaven, do you know what how God calls such people? Fool. Look at it. Let me just give you. How God defines a fool, then we'll close. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 4. When thou vowest a vow unto God, they find not to pay it. For he hath no pleasure in fools. So those who don't pay their vows, their commitment to God, they are called fools before God. Pay that which thou hast owed. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Then now look at it, whether that thing is true or not. Luke chapter 12 verse 16. Luke 12 16. And he spake a parable unto them saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he brought with him, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there I will bestow all my fruit and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thy ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. Verse 20. But God said unto me, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself. And it's not what? It's not rich towards God. Do you see that this man is not in any church? He's not faithful. He didn't say, I'm, I'm going to give any tithe. I'm going to give any offering. I'm going to give it this. I'm going to give that. It, it, so, so, so you are a fool when you build all this. Thing. Who will enjoy them? See, so you are not rich towards God. You are not rich towards God. My pastor, Bishop Dag, shared a story with us. That I think he witnessed it or somebody told him. That there was a rich man in a certain church. He was like the star rich man. He has mouths. And the church was doing building project. And they just completed one. Then the pastor said, no, let us do uh, something. Let's, let's, or let's do this building or something. And the rich man stood up in that meeting and said, you know, pastor, 
I think we should take it easy. Uh, you know, notice every time we are talking about building, building, building. Let's take it easy. Let's take it easy. Eh? Uh, we, we don't kill us with all this building project. Let's take it easy. Let's take it easy. Let's rest more. Let's rest more. And because he was a star rich man in the church, everybody, you know, he had influence. Because you know, when they want to give, he, he's the highest giver. So his voice calmed the momentum and the zeal of the other people. And that building project was stopped. Now one day, true story, true story. One day he was, he had built a house on a hill. He had built a house on a hill and he had just completed it. And he was taking his two children to go and see the house that daddy has built. Daddy has built a house on a hill. It takes a certain well to build on a hill. If you don't have money, and you know, man, all right? Building on a hill, is this a small thing? It's even more expensive than building on a swamp. Look at an engineer telling us. Because, you know, to even get the materials up there, and a lot, it's more expensive than building on a swamp. And he was going to show his life achievements. And as he was going, if you have been to Ghana, you realize that most of the roads are not, they don't have dividers. So, as he was going, the children saw ice cream seller. Say, daddy, 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 ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. Then they parked on the road. They parked on the road on the other side. And the children came down. And um, whilst it was coming, the children crossed the road, two of them, to go and get ice cream. And a coming trailer crushed the two and um, moved over them. Do you know, it matched them and passed by. In the middle of the road, he cried, carried the two children, and cried. Ah! As he was willing, he said, he heard a voice. And the voice said to him, you will not build me a house. You stop my house. Let me see who will live in your own house. That was the voice he heard. He was saying it to him, he said, let me see who will live in the house you have built for yourself. Let me see who will live in your own house. I pray for you. I pray for you. That in every way, you have been unfaithful to God. Number one, may you receive mercy today. And may the judgment of unfaithfulness not come upon you. I pray for you. That you will live a life that brings glory to God. That indeed you will rise up to become a God pleaser. Stand to your feet with me tonight as we pray. Oh yes. Oh yes. It's a season we must rise. You see, I don't know how the Lord has spoken to you. I don't know any area of your life that has come under the radar of the word of God. Areas you need to repent. Make things right with God. But I want you to talk to God. I want to have, those of you who have joined online, wherever you have joined from, just talk to God tonight. Say, Lord, have mercy on me. In every area of my life, I've been unfaithful. I, I am, I, in any area, I've been rich towards myself, but not rich towards you. In any way, I've dishonored you, Lord. Have mercy. There is nothing like living right to please God. There is nothing as wonderful as living for the glory of God. So talk to God tonight. Talk to God tonight. Talk to God tonight. Lord, I repent from in every area of being unfaithful. Yes, Lord, I repent. I make things right with you. 
I repent tonight. In the name of Jesus, I choose to turn to you. Talk to God tonight. Oh, yes. Is it time for us to rededicate ourselves to God? Rededicating ourselves to God. Oh, yes. That I have been unfaithful to you. I choose you, Lord. Oh, yes. I choose to turn to Jesus. May we rise to be faithful to God. Faithful to God. I rise to be faithful, God. My son, Oh yes. Way, I have exalted my leader. In every way that I have chosen to please myself, that to please you, Lord. Have mercy Thank you, Lord. I am rising to be faithful. I am rising to be faithful. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to pray for those of you who want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You realize that even maybe your tight life. And in your walk with God, generally, you have not been faithful. You know, a faithful person is seen as wicked before the Lord. Just place your right hand as I lead you. And those of you also who would like to give your life to Jesus, you have joined online or in person. I also wanted to place your hand on your chest as we pray together tonight. Because God is going to touch your life and is going to make all things new. Say with me, dear Lord Jesus. Jesus. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word. I bow my life. Bow my life. I bow myself. I bow myself. At the authority of your word. At the authority of your I word. I repent tonight. I repent tonight. From every act of unfaithfulness. Act faithfulness. For, from every act of unfaithfulness. unfaithfulness. I repent in the name of Jesus. I repent. The name of Jesus. I pray for your mercy. I pray for your mercy. Be merciful unto me, Lord. Be merciful unto me, Lord. Be merciful unto Have me, mercy Lord. on me. Have mercy on in me. the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Now, those of you who want to give your life to Christ, said, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life I to you. I acknowledge you. Acknowledge as a son of God. As the son of I God. believe with all my heart. I believe with all that my you heart. were buried. That you were buried. And you you rose from the grave. And you rose from Lord the Jesus, grave. Lord Jesus. Please come into my life. Please come to my life. And be my Lord. And be my Lord. And my personal Savior. And my personal Savior. Wash away all my sins. Wash away all my sins. With your precious blood. With your precious blood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For the forgiveness I've received. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for all those who have bowed at the authority of your word, as many who have genuinely repented tonight and turned from their wrongs and their wicked ways to you, O oh God. I thank you for those who have surrendered their life to you, Jesus, because your word says that when we hear your word and we act in, you will show mercy. Lord, I pray that the rain of your mercy will fall upon us all tonight in the name of Jesus. Oh, precious Father, let the rain of your mercy fall on us afresh in the name of Jesus. Bless us empower us with more of your grace now receive grace to be a god pleaser receive more grace to walk faithfully before god oh may you rise up to be pleasing to god in the name of jesus may your life be glory to god may you be a light that shines in darkness oh may your walk with god be more faithful in the name of jesus now may the lord who is the great provider begin to provide for you meet you at the point of your need cause the heaven to be open over you may the rain of abundance fall upon you may the season of dryness be over 
May the Lord enlarge your coast. May you be greatly increased. May you multiply. May you prosper. May you indeed be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. May you bring forth your fruit in your season. In the season of famine, may you be fruitful indeed. In the season of dryness, may you be fruitful indeed. May you be fruitful. May you multiply. May the Lord of heaven cause you to grow and be exceedingly great. Receive grace to transcend limits. May he prosper you and empower you for a new level of glory. May your hand prosper. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody